Hello, everyone. Welcome back to the BioNexus Health Podcast. Uh, today, after um, a lot of you requesting me to revisit with uh, our um, New Yorker Tarek about his uh, mold my, uh, biotoxin illness, his um, sinus issues, the tremendous uh, sinus problems that he has had for many, many years. And um, the questions have mostly been uh, to ask how he's doing today, if his uh, benefits have maintained themselves, any changes. So um, I emailed, you know, we, we emailed Tarek and requested another podcast. And uh, very generously, Tarek has agreed to that and he's here today. So uh, in about 10 seconds, we will be um, welcoming Tarek to today's podcast. Welcome to the BioNexus Health Podcast with Dr. Jodi A. Dashaw, who holds a PhD in integrative medicine, is board certified in integrative pediatrics, an internationally recognized pioneering clinician and author. And now here's your host of BioNexus Health Podcast, Dr. Jodi A. Dashaw. Good morning, everyone. I'm very happy to be here and very happy to be back on another podcast and very thrilled to uh, share my journey, my story with everyone so they get a clearer idea exactly of uh, how things went um, and um, what to expect and, and the particular ups and downs that I've had and where I am today, which is uh, thankfully in a lot better place. Awesome. Well, good to have you back. And so, you know, if we could have uh, um, uh, succinctly, of course, Let's let's talk about you know um, Tarek symptoms, um, life pretty much before the Bionexus herbal protocol and Tarek today or after. Uh, yes, being on the Bionexus herbal protocol, pretty much you know it is uh, to emphasize that in a completely natural, plant-based manner, you've achieved what you've achieved with your health. Yes, and uh, it's important to say that I, I was very receptive to any solution. I wasn't just looking for uh, either natural, unnatural. I, you know, just like anybody with a problem, you just want to have that problem solved. So obviously I, I prefer the natural route because I, I'm not, I don't want side effects. I don't want any other issues, but I'll go to a physician. I'll say, listen, here's what my problem is. You know, you are an expert, you fix this. So this journey started in when I, when I noticed uh, problems initially in 2016, as far as back as 2016, and I noticed that I had some sinus issues. So I went to who I knew in the area is the best sinus doctor there is. They'd made some tests and, and they uh, pointed out some allergies and they sent me home with some uh, over-the-counter medication. Um, I tried that and um, nothing really worked. Um, I kind of, you know, took a step back for a while. And then a year later it was really starting to bother me that there was nothing out there that was really working. So I really did some more research and another doctor a little bit further upstate and I had to travel a little bit, went there. He made some tests and uh, um, he said, uh, it looks like you have something, you've absorbed something. And um, if you have lost your sense of smell for uh, over a year now, there's really very little we could do for you. Um, and which is exactly what was what I was going through. I noticed that my, my sense of smell was very, very, very low. Um, didn't quite understand what was going on. He, you know, we tried a couple of remedies over the counter, nothing serious. They did work very, very temporarily, but they didn't last. And then, um, you know, my symptoms started to get more complicated after that. I started feeling more fatigue. I started feeling 
you know, um, a, a, a less of a zest in life to do things, uh, less interest to do things. Um, I could feel some hormonal changes, not on the positive side. And um, I started to realize that there was something more going on that I didn't understand. And yes, I was getting treatment. Um, I, I, I found out later that there was a, uh, there could potentially be something with a candida issue in my gut. Uh, not your typical candida issue that you find in your skin or your toenails, not that, you know, some, something in the gut. So I attributed that to stress that I was going through, you know, at, at that time in my life. And I started getting treatment for that and uh, feeling a little bit better, but no remedy for the sinuses. It just kept getting progressively worse. Um, so bad that um, I lost pretty much all my mucus. I, um, um, I, I was feeling tired. I was feeling very, very fatigued and feeling very uh, unhappy generally and uh, uh, not very active. So uh, I was talking to a doctor at the time. I'm not going to mention any names. He's, he's a very, very good doctor, by the way. I'll just call him Dr. B. And Dr. B was uh, um, very skilled in, in candida remedies. And I really thought at the time that that was my issue. And if I resolved that, everything would take care of itself. And to a certain extent, that was true. And it was a long process because candida is a very tricky um, uh, type of uh, uh, organism to handle. It's, it's got antibiotic resistance, so you can't just take a, a pill and, and feel better. And um, although he did a marvelous job in handling the candida issue, and that was tested and resolved, it still didn't take care of my problem. And um, I remember the last thing, the last one of the last tests I did with him was a nasal test, uh, was a nasal swab test. Um, and when the results of that came back, I uh, it was uh, I, I had a, a staph coagulative staph positive test come back, which means that I had some antibiotic resistance inside my nasal cavities. Oh, wait. So your, your coagulase negative staph came back yeah. positive, which means yeah. you, you tested positive for Marcon's. Correct. Correct. Okay. And I didn't really understand what that was initially. Right. So um, he said, well, you know, you can try certain remedies, this and that. I, at that point, when I, when I saw that signal, I, I really wanted to do a little bit more of my research and find out what this was about because that sinus issue was at the forefront of my pain and my discomfort. And I really wanted to get to the bottom of this. And this has been years now that this has been happening with no, uh, no end in sight. So I started researching the, the tests and the, the meaning of those results and everything. And I came across Bionexus. And, and immediately at that point, my intuition told me that that's the direction that I should be going through. Um, so I wasn't really referred to you like most of your patients are. You know, I had to kind of do my own research, but um, I had to kind of figure that out on my own. So I, I, I called your office, set up an appointment, and that's how my journey started. And I, I saw the, the Formula One NSV that you had created. I, um, I listened to some of your videos on that. It was very interesting. And as soon as I got on the protocol, I started using that and amazing results, uh, and absolutely amazing results. With overall, okay. So you've yeah. been on on the protocol. You you uh, discussed your protocol journey in in your original podcast. So now where you're at today, what improvements? So we heard about we we heard about Tarek before, right? Yeah. Sinus issues, um, 
some candida issues resolved, fatigue, a, a few other symptoms cropping in, uh, uh, creeping in right there. And then you started the BioNexus protocol. You've shared some improvements with us in your last podcast. And today, where are you at? You know, how have those have those improvements continued? Uh, yes, right yes, ab absolutely continued. And one of one of the biggest, uh, and I was just noticing that one of the biggest benefits uh, that uh, uh, that you know I take for granted right now is sleep. You know, a, a comfortable long night sleep, which I've struggled with for many, many years. I would get up in the middle of the night many, many times, very uncomfortable. And I tried everything. I mean, you know, you name it, I tried it. I mean, I tried, I, I would have to even take Tylenol PM sometimes and force myself to sleep that way. I would take like various other natural remedies. Um, I even called that annoying my pillow guy that comes on TV every five minutes telling him about his his, his pillows. That oh, didn't seriously? work. Seriously? <laughs> oh <Yeah. laughs> so none of that worked. So now, you know, now I'm getting a much better night's sleep. Now my sense of smell has restored to a point where I can identify smells that I couldn't identify for like seven, eight years, you know? So um that that was uh, uh, uh to me that's that's miraculous. Um, my breathing is so much easier. My breathing is so much more comfortable, but my hormones are so much where they, they are supposed to be. You know, my testosterone level was very low and it's back to normal right now. Uh, my, uh, um, my physical activity is night and day. I mean, I'm able to do things physically today that I was just feeling weak and tired all the time and, and disinterested. And, and that was my normal state for, for years. And it was very difficult to explain to, you know, my family, my, you know, the people surrounding me that I wasn't feeling up to certain activities and I wouldn't enjoy vacations. I, I would just, you know, hang out. I wouldn't really do much. Now it's, it's totally different. My, my activity level is back. Um, and uh, uh, my breathing is uh, far more comfortable. Uh, my sinuses feel much better night and day from where they were. Um, I know I, I mentioned you have sleep apnea, so that's improved a lot since since then as well. Um, so yeah, here I am today. I mean, and I I, I could tell you that you know um, something. You know, in, in the middle of my treatment, I actually realized something about this medicine. There's a lot more to it than meets the eye. You know, it, it's like I, I'm asking myself, how could it be that I go from physician to physician? And these are experts in their field, and uh, there's very little that they could do. There's very little that can be done. And um, and here I am. I show up, and you have these uh, remedies that work predictably work. And you said they were going to work. It wasn't like let's try this because you know with the other physicians like we're going to try this. It's like I don't want you to try anything. I want you to get me somewhere where I need to be. It's like you you were very confidently saying this is how long it's going to take you. This is it's going to be gradual. This is it's going to be and you're going to be okay. You know. And I'm like. Great. So um, that to me was 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 very remarkable that your 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 level of confidence in that you're going to achieve the result that I wanted to achieve. So I'm 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 thinking to myself, how does this you know, how did that happen? How did I get there? And and how does this uh, work? How is it different than a lot of the other work that I've come across? And and for me, the 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 best way that I can describe it is if you Make, make a comparison, so to speak, in, in, in history. But let's just, just go back. I know I don't want to go off tangent, but I really want to say this. Uh, so, so viewers really understand what, how this uh, protocol really works. If you go back in history 
and you make a comparison in history. Because I, when I found out is that not only the sinus is just the tip of the iceberg, right? As I read read more about this, um, the, the the real culprit here were the myotoxins. The real culprit here were the were, were the, this toxicity in the environment, um, and it manifests itself in in a lot of way, different ways. It manifests itself in sinus issues, in um, uh, you know brain fog, um, and it causes uh, a lot of inflammation, which over time can lead to you know uh, neurological issues in the brain. And, and some of these um, uh, illnesses that we, we look at today and are unexplained as to where they came from and how do, how do you fix them, all come from that, from, from toxins in the air. I mean, a lot of them, you know, they, they stem from toxins in the air. And this isn't something that even the best doctors are ready to um, admit or understand that the toxins in the air cause a lot of these issues that we have today that are that are broad medical problems that are unexplained and if you if you go back to history and if you compare that to um let's go back imagine for a moment we're in the 19th century and what are the illnesses that were prevalent back then you know you had anthrax you had you know uh, uh people dying in hospitals you had the uh, uh, childbirth issues you had uh a, a lot of a lot of different problems that they couldn't explain, and then you had this one chemist in in the 19th century by the name of Louis Pasteur, and uh, he he comes up and says, "I found the culprit, you know, and and I found out what it is. It is it is uh, microbes. It is uh, it is germs. And here are germs before they enter your body. Here's how they change their condition after they change your body. And they're responsible for all these diseases and they're responsible for all the unexplained deaths that we see today, or unexplained illness that we see today. And he was able to come up with a remedy to eradicate all this. And he prevailed. And at the time that he was, he, he wasn't really regarded as, as very uh, uh, credible. Uh, but when you look at some of the similarities today, we have, we have, you know, this science is coming up and saying, we, we have identified the culprit. You know, the culprit is myotoxins in the air. The, the, the culprit is mold. The culprit is uh, a light air pollution. And, and they may directly or indirectly cause the harm and the illness in your body. And we have the remedies and we have the, uh, the protocols and we have the, uh, uh, the understanding on how to reverse this and make you better. And, and this explains why when you see someone like you who has the knowledge to eradicate antibiotic resistant um, bacteria, um, that's why when it's antibiotic resistance, that's why it, it, it makes sense now why the, you know, the drug industry can't help you because they, you know, their remedies are not suited for antibiotic resistant uh, types of illnesses. So uh, that's, that problem's on the rise, by the way. I mean, you hear about it all the time. You know, you hear about celebrities getting sick with antibiotic-resistant illnesses. You hear about um, it's starting to get a little bit out of control in some hospitals. And um, unless somebody comes up and says, listen, we, we have something, we can fix this, and, um, and it does work, then you're really pretty much wasting your time going to these doctors and trying to get, you know, the conventional medicine to help you reverse an antibiotic-resistant you know, invader in your system. Uh, and, and they don't really understand even when they do 
um, know what your diagnosis is. They're not really equipped to reverse it, let alone understand the, the broad scope of it. And, and what really kind of put two and two together were, were your protocols also on, um, on hygiene, you know, and how to, how to make sure that your surroundings are safe, how to make sure you, you've gotten so much detail as to which, how to, you know, how to put a formula together to put a, uh, you know, uh, a, uh, a cleanser that like cleans the surfaces of, of your furniture and, um, and take care of your surroundings. So you're not uh, always exposed to these elements. And it's the same thing when you look back, uh, you know, uh, back in the 19th century, they didn't have any protocols for cleansing a seat when, when they, when they had, you know, surgery was done without washing your hands. Their instruments weren't sterilized. They didn't really understand that germs and cleansiness were the real culprit that are causing all these illnesses. Uh, that are unexplained, and then that had to change for for uh, for them to see some sustainable results. So that's my my whole um, you know picture on this is it's that it is uh, it, it's far more important than just to limit it to one area that you can achieve a win in. It's it's like a very broad spectrum of life improvement. That if you understand that, if you understand how this works, then you are not susceptible to you know, getting in trouble again with this. Very well said. Yes. Uh, one point that comes to mind is microbial intelligence. You know, so someone like yourself, who's been to many different specialists with um, uh, minimal to moderate benefits, but seeing benefits, which keeps you going. Um, you know, it is important to keep in mind that once you discover something as powerful as Marcon's, right? That is what you mentioned, the coagulase negative staph that is multiple antibiotic resistant, not just one, multiple antibiotic resistance. MRSA is only resistant to methicillin and MRSA is the bane of many medical practices, hospitals, right? The infections, uh, it can manifest on skin, skin lesions. It can manifest elsewhere in the body as well. So MRSA is coag positive staph and it's a methicillin resistant staph aureus. Marcon's is a staph supercharged. It is coag negative staph, meaning it can make biofilm, hide from the immune system, and it develops multiple antibiotic resistance, secretes two toxins that cross over the blood brain barrier and causing a lot of inflammation and damage up in the brain. And, you know, you mentioned hormonal issues, you mentioned mood. Uh, so mood, brain fog, hormonal issues, visual issues, all of these can be uh, attributed, including uh, generalized inflammation in the body. Uh, gut, sleep, um, natural bodies, uh, regular, um, the body's biological rhythm uh, regulation as well. So all of these can come from strong antibiotic resistant bacteria. Yep. Yeah, so this is one thing that's important to understand is I mentioned microbial intelligence earlier. So that means, you know, many bacteria are quorum sensing, many, uh, all of them exhibit the bacterial intelligence, some more than the other. Strep staph are very smart bacteria. Lyme disease is very smart, as is Bartonella. Uh, you know, these know how to evade, especially Lyme, strep, staph, they know how to evade the immune system, produce biofilm, 
you know, attack the host, keep feeding off of the host so they can reproduce and grow and thrive. Uh, we are the host, of course. Um, many studies have been done which show that bacteria speak to each other. So the antibiotic resistance can be transferred. You have someone who has been treated for Marcon's. Okay, I'm done. Marcon showed up negative. Sure. And then a few months down the road, the same person ends up getting, uh, you know, your regular staph infection. You're given, you know, routine staph treatment, amoxicillin for a couple of weeks. And then, you know, nothing really changes. In fact, you start to develop additional symptoms. If this happens in a child, they start to develop symptoms of pans because it's strep. And, you know, you have many practitioners scratching their head, like what is going on? Or worse, not even aware. And doing one round of antibiotics after another, not looking at antibiotic resistance. That strep could have easily acquired the antibiotic resistance from the Marcons that used to exist. Wow, I didn't even realize it was that it was that sophisticated. But but yeah, it is. It, yeah, it, it, it's uh, it, it's hard to understand when you're not in in the field. But now that you make it clearer, it makes so much more sense. Uh, because you know, at the time you're thinking, I have this problem. Let me just get rid of that. I'll be fine. And you don't even understand that. And this explains why you know people go from illness to illness to illness, not understanding why they just can't get rid of an illness and it just uh, manifests in different areas of their, of their system. Uh, but but the whole idea of uh, antibiotic resistant bacteria is, I think, the issue of the day, the medical issue of the day that the that the medical community should be concerned with, and and not and not just you know quick fix uh, drugs to uh, uh, to enrich themselves. I mean, you know, it re it really takes a uh, a, 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 a dedicated team of physicians that stick to their core values of making patients better to figure out exactly how everything works and how to remedy it. You know, when you go to your physicians today, I mean, you're pretty much treated as patient A, patient B. Um, yes, they have care, but they're very limited to the scope of what they can do to treat you because they, nobody's doing the thinking outside the box and, and saying, you know, how is this problem going to get solved? Um, you know, with, without just giving a person a drug and just hoping for the best. And yes. yeah, I mean, yeah. Yes. Yeah. So that that is the, the lack of awareness, Tarek. It's not anybody's fault. It's just that, you know, uh, research, I mean, research has been around, like mycotoxins, uh, research has been around for um, more than 20 years. It's not recent. And, you know, Lyme research has been around for more than 30 years. And it's still the, the awareness, the controversy, the ego problems. You know, unfortunately, uh, most of us patients, and I, I was the mother of a severely ill child trying to save his life. We have to end up, just like you did, looking for options on our own, you know, um, researching on our own to see what is available out there that you haven't um, you haven't yet addressed. So yes, if you're having one problem like for uh, with you in your case, it was you know sinuses and you've tried everything. you've been to the best doctors, you've kept an open mind and you're not thriving. The issue is not going away, your sense of smell, 
you know, um, your zest for life, like you mentioned, isn't really budging a whole lot. You know, your, your needle is not moving towards enjoying life and uh, being positive. Then you need to look for something else. There has to be an answer. And yes, you know, yeah. microbial intelligence is a real thing. It's not, uh, you know, uh, microbes passing information from uh, one cell line to the other. Not yeah. just um, same species, but between species, information gets passed on, especially antibiotic resistant, you know. So yeah, not too many, um, it is not common practice that um, before treating for strep, someone does an antibiotic resistance because, you know, I mean, it's uh, expensive. It is not routine, takes time. It takes more than one visit. The patient wants to feel better now, or at least thinks he is going to feel better because, you know, medication has been prescribed. So by the time the patient realizes they're not feeling well, it's already been 10 days. And sometimes a patient doesn't even realize that, you know, strep goes to the heart it goes to the gut. And the, the, these are all documented. You know, some patients I've heard from, you know, uh, develop uh, what's termed as eczema and eventually diagnosed as impetigo and strep is the culprit. Happens in children because the kind of patients I deal with are children with pans pandas issues, happens in adults. So yep. that's, um, that's where we are at, but okay. Yeah, I remember, um reading the the biotoxin pathway was uh yes. was first when i when i decided that this was really the right course because that outlines step by step pretty much how the uh illness progresses and i think you had seven steps to the biotoxin pathway well right? steps to the treatment yes yeah and the actual of, of how you feel like initially uh, when it starts to get in your body this is how you feel and then you get the next six step. steps correct six steps yeah yes. yeah six, six, six stages I, yeah six stages, six stages yeah. of the biotoxin pathway yeah i, I thought that was like in stage eight or nine you know i thought i was like really way down there <laughs> you know so i i was like wow this is like my symptoms and more but uh was you had a stage of your own i had my own stage yeah. it was a research yeah. yeah it wasn't known yeah. to medical scientists yeah but <laughs> but yeah it was it's pretty bad it was it, it, it was uh, uh just getting getting myself to do anything was was extremely exhausting um and I didn't know whether it was stress or what it was. It was very, it was very very confused. But as soon as I read that, I could identify with it. And I said, "Well, here's a here's a science that actually understands what's going on in the person, um, because that's what I've been trying to explain." And and everybody's saying, "Well, you know, we'll try this for that. We'll try that, whatever." Uh, but but again, it, it it it's important to know that um, it, it it's not only has a culprit been identified, uh, which is which is a problem that I've had with many of the other physicians that I've met is they couldn't identify the culprits. Like, you know, I, I had physicians that knew that I had I had uh, toxins in, in, within my body. That's not a secret. That's easy to, 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 uh, to diagnose. But where it came from, um, what it's doing, how it's going around causing havoc to the system is something that they did not understand at all. And uh, they couldn't, and by them not understanding that, they couldn't really, you know, piece it together and figure out how to ease it off. And it was just, um, well, you're going to take those binders and you're going to, they're going to bind and they're going to, you know, come out of your body and this and that. And I, I, I actually took these toxic, toxic, a lot of them before I, uh, I actually uh, started getting treated by you. And that didn't help. 
Um, so it's not just a matter of, um, you know, well, you have toxins and, you know, we're just going to take them out and you're going to be okay. Because there was a lot more going on inside me that you could identify that these other physicians could not. And um, you had a step-by-step -step system into how exactly that's going to move out and get eradicated. Um, and um, it, it's, it's remarkable. I mean, the difference is night and day. I mean, you know, I can do things now, um, a lot more active now than I ever was at any point. Um, I feel more relaxed. I feel I can actually enjoy things. Um, and I'm not stressed out. I'm not, you know, as moody as I was before. Um, a huge difference in, uh, in sleep. I mean, like my, that's, that's a, one of my biggest winners, by the way, is because when you're lack sleep, you, you lack a lot of enjoyment. You're, you're not able to function your day. You, you start your day a little edgy and then you're, you're just like, you can't relax. You can't take an afternoon nap, even if you have the time. Um, so that's been, that's been a huge blessing for me. So, um, so yeah, I, again, you know, I, I, I can't stress it enough. I mean, th this is a remarkable discovery of, I mean, a big triumph for humanity that we have a science that actually, uh, solves a problem that, um, is very prevalent that people don't understand that the last time we've seen something like this was, was way back in history where there was a, a huge, uh, revelation in, discovery of what is a culprit. Uh, now that we've identified the culprit, we know how it moves in the body. We can eradicate it and we have to get very, uh, a lot smarter about how we live and how we sanitize our, our space so we don't have, you know, I mean, back then it was like, you know, when, before the discovery that the germ was actually harmful, I mean, you had trash everywhere. People were not very hygienic, you know, uh, medical procedures didn't even have no hygiene protocols in them. And today, when you look at a water damaged building, people are like, well, you know, uh, you know, that sucks. Uh, it sucks when that happens, but what are you going to do? We'll get around to it later. You know, they don't understand that, you know, the, the mold exposure, the toxin exposure is a very insidious invader on the body. Same thing with the, uh, uh, household cleaning supplies for for some people they have susceptibility to that uh, air pollution so the the toxins the myotoxins is a subject that has to be um, taken seriously in today's day and age if we're going to solve a lot of these problems and not find ourselves going back to you know trying to chase illnesses that we can't control and are getting smarter and more resistant than than what we have here to handle them Yes, we can't have the uh, microbes getting stronger and humans getting weaker because yeah. of lack of awareness and uh, no strategies. Yeah, yeah, that's that's one of the reasons why it was important for me to develop. You mentioned, you know, uh, you tried uh, toxic toxin binders. Yeah, that that you know, hoping to feel better from the mold toxins. Uh, I'm assuming you uh, you meant conventional binders for removing uh, microtoxins yes. were tried yes i those are the kind of patients i see in my practice so the goal has always been to keep it um completely plant-based keep it all natural and mild step by step and uh, you know because patients are already compromised health-wise and uh, adding in aggressive protocols i haven't seen um, good results. So the goal was always to keep it uh, manageable uh, and tolerable 
for clients to go through the entire herbal protocol. And here you are, I mean, uh, brain fog, inflammation, gut issues, sleep issues, resolve, energy, endurance. Testosterone um, level is back uh, where it was before. Yeah, uh, that that That's was a huge I mean, plus. Oh, huge, huge. Uh, yeah. I mean, it, it even from from what it was a year ago, uh, major, major difference. Now uh, let's 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 stress this, Tarek, that you haven't done any testosterone gels or creams no. or injections or anything of that sort because that you know is actually uh, first of all cumbersome, no guarantees, but that is contraindicated when you are treating for uh, biotoxin illness because that contributes and adds to the inflammatory pathway. So you, you've achieved this, uh, you know, on a completely plant-based protocol without any invasive uh, treatments at all yes. for testosterone levels. You know, it's come up, that's your, yeah. Yeah, and it's come up without me doing anything, you know, at all specifically for that problem. So I wasn't really looking to solve it. I had other headaches. I said, okay, I'll get to that testosterone problem later. <laughs> Even though it'd be nice to have, to take care of it now, but I got bigger fish to fry, you know? So I I, I really, it was suddenly, you know, I, I just found myself back where, where I was. And uh, um, everything sort of like took care of itself once you understand what the source of the issue is and how to how to fix it. So again, to me, it was about the bigger picture that I, I could see the bigger picture of what was happening here, and I, I could I could really respect this whole process um, as as a way that uh, understands the culprit, understands um, its its movement and 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 what it does and how it wrecks havoc and and what we're doing because unless this is understood, there's there, there's going to be times when somebody going through this is going to maybe think of giving up or maybe thinking that this is just another, um, you know, a failed attempt of handling my problem or I just don't want to go through it anymore. And it's important that you understand that it's important that you actually get exactly how everything works because that will um, only raise your commitment level to making sure that you come out of it the other side successfully rather than just... Uh, you wake up one morning and you do have those days where you're just very frustrated that, you know, you're just not feeling where you wanted to feel that day. You know, it's just like, I've been doing everything I'm supposed to do, but why am I not there yet? You have to be patient. You know, you have to understand that this is a process, stick to it, you know, stay in communication with you. And then, and then you, this has to be fixed. You, you know, there are no other options. You know, if you don't do that, um, the collateral damage is a lot worse. Uh, you'll find yourself in a place where you can never get out, or it's 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 impossible for you to um, to improve without some very drastic uh, uh, you know procedures. So uh, I'm very thankful that you know one of the, one of the first things that you you did recommend to me is, is to be patient with the process. And and you said you know you look like you're not the the most patient guy in the world. And I'm like you read me right, you know, because that was me, you know, I, I want, I want, I want to feel good yesterday, you know, <laughs> you know, and, and what am I going to feel good next week? You know, uh, uh, you know, I'll wait a week if I have to, but once I understood everything that, that you had, and once I read about it, and once I, you know, it made sense. And the best strategy is not to look for quick results, because if you went after that, your body wouldn't be able to take the amount, the stress level that that it takes to detoxify yourself very quickly you know and you're you, you might have 
your organs, you know, might 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 have might be damaged in the process, you know. So it, it's good to ease it off in stages and and just you know let it take its course, and you'll gradually start to feel improvement, and then one day you'll just get up and you'll feel wow, this I've never felt that that good in many many years, and you'll be very that will thankful. stay with you. You'll be thankful, yeah. and that will yeah. stay with you. That's yeah. what I found uh, myself and and with my son as well. Yes. So we are not looking for a magic bullet, a quick fix. We are looking for something that rebuilds you from within. And, yeah. you know, and uh, the kind of improvements that we've seen in people in our age group, Tarek, right? Usually it's just swept under the rug. Oh, you're getting, uh, you know, up there in age. Oh, you're already 40 something. Oh, you're, you know, uh, this is part of life, aches and pains and sleep issues and, you know, uh, hormonal issues. Oh, it happens. It's only downhill from here. And people yeah. actually expect that and believe that. And for people, you know, in, in the 40 plus age group um, to, to see such tremendous improvements on a completely plant-based non-toxic protocol, that is uh, something that is very, should be very encouraging for everyone listening and for us as well. You know, I mean, I'm I'm looking forward to having uh, moving into 50s, 60s, 70s, 80s, 90s with no prescription meds. Yeah, yeah. No, um, I mean, I this is it's definitely a plus. Uh, a lot of people I, I know uh, are uh, into supplements and they think, well, you know, I'm not going to do the drug route, but I'll stick to these supplements and the supplements will fix. And that was myself because I thought, you know, I'll, I'll, I'll see someone that just prescribed supplements and they did work and they do make me feel better, but that's still not good enough. You have to understand that th that person giving you supplements is not well-trained in the kind of issue that you have. And I, I went through that. I, I, I had a chiropractor who was uh, trained in supplements and did a remarkable job for me and a lot of other uh, you know issues that I had and and I felt much better. But he was not um, aware of anything to do with toxicity, mold exposure. He, he's not aware of that, and that's why I keep going back to understanding what the culprit is because a lot of these physicians don't know right. what the culprit is. Right, and I agree. They, yeah, they and, and once you once you identify the culprit and once you identify that how insidious it can get within your body and what it can do, this is the, the direction you need to go in. Because if you don't, you're gonna have a lot of A plus physicians that are really can't help you, even even though they have good remedies, they have a good understanding of how things work, but they don't have any training as far as mold toxicity, uh, myotoxins, um, and 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 how they um, and, and how the biotoxin pathway works. They, they don't have any understanding about that. So between that and between the pharmaceutical industry, where you're dealing with the uh, antibiotic resistant bacteria, you really don't stand a chance unless you, you go in the right direction. So, so that, that's important to know is that there are no other options that I know of that understand this protocol and understand exactly what's going on and can measure it scientifically. So you know, you do take blood tests and you do measure uh, a lot of these uh, types of tests in the body that a lot of other physicians don't prescribe. And you do start to see changes. You know, my, my C4A test has, has improved by over 90%. That's a toxicity level. It's improved by over 90% within a year, you know? So um, that's how you measure your progress as well. So 
Yeah, so it, it's drugs and uh, supplements, even if it's natural-based, it's still, the natural-based supplements are still not going to do the job. You, supplements, you, you yes, exactly. You know, uh, see, I, I would like to say something here about supplements. Fantastic, right? Vitamins, etc. cetera. Uh, these are supplements. Now, these are excellent band-aids and crutches for the body when that support is needed. But let's not forget that the body is designed to self-sustain and to absorb uh, whatever minerals, vitamins, etc., that we need for our day-to-day activities and survival and health and wellness and thriving body is fully capable of that so you you know the goal shouldn't be long term you know hey i'm i'm going to be doing you know you mentioned testosterone hormonal thyroid estrogen i'm going to be doing this for the rest of my life and it's fine you know i'm going to be doing vitamins for the no you need to bring that's not real health Health is where your body, health and wellness is where your body is capable of self-sustenance based on your diet, what you're putting in, based on how healthy you've made your body from the temporary support with supplements that you provided. Now, the difference between uh, herbals is they are actually medicinal. So, detoxification and elimination of causative factors is very important and that needs to be done in such a way that you know those are either put in complete remission or they are completely eradicated depending on the species that we are handling so herbals while classified as supplements it's important to remember that they are medicinal not just band-aids yeah. So um, that is that is the difference. And yes, for those who are seeking a completely natural approach without, um, you know, conventional medication because of sensitivities, intolerance, there, there are many reasons why people choose to be completely naturopathic belief system as well. Then it's important to know to find the practitioner who is aware and is able to use herbals medicinally as required. You know, the strength, the dosage needs to be customized. And yes, of course, like you mentioned, your C4A, TGF-beta, MMP9, those have been monitored. You know, we respect Dr. Shoemaker's work. He knows he's, I mean, he's awesome. He's been, uh, uh, you know, his work has been life-changing for so many. Um, But it's excellent that there are practitioners that offer options based on the same core science, the same core scientific principles established. Yeah, yeah, and these are the only ones that work with the, you know, with what we're facing right now. I mean, you know, what we're facing right now is something that is drug resistant, so. Oh, drug somebody, resistance, yeah, yes, yeah, exactly. Yeah, yes. yeah. so dr- drug sure resistance is, is, is a very serious problem. Uh, it, yes. it, it really is, I don't think people understand how insidious it is because it, it uh, reshuffles its genetics around every time something even natural comes in and invades it. So if you have like a natural remedy, a natural supplement that, you know, somebody says, well, that'll take care of of that particular problem. It will temporarily until um, that germ or bacteria reshuffles its genetics around to where it's now in a new state with new um, antibiotic resistance uh, membrane around it. 
that prevents it from being attacked. And then you have the same problem all over again, which explains why a lot of people feel better and then relapse and feel better and then relapse and feel, you know, it just keeps going. But that doesn't happen with herbals. Yes. When, when herbals are used at medicinal concentrations, obviously safe for consumption because we are, you know, if you're consuming herbals orally, and then using the same herbals uh, in in, um, in in your uh, nasal passages. I mean, obviously, it's completely non-toxic. Um, but at medicinal strength and concentration, that is when you will see that there is, you know, it's each herb has so many different active phyto elements and uh, uh, bioactive phyto compounds in it that it is nearly impossible to develop any kind of resistance to herbal medicine. Yeah, and I, 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 yeah, that's, that, that's, the, that, that's a, the major win I think here is that it's not going to be uh, reshuffled around whether you, let, let's say if you don't take it for a day or so and come back, it's not going to, it's not going to like be at, that's advantageous. You, know, you didn't skip one maybe or whatever, that's not going to hurt you, uh, but, but at, at the end of the day, um, it's the only thing that I found that really works. And, and I'm talking about like a, a journey that's taken me many, many years to get here. So extremely grateful. Um, and, uh, um, you know, I've, I've definitely come out of this better in a lot of different ways now that I understand, you know, inflammation, now that I understand, you know, the, all the collateral damage that this can cause, not just directly, but indirectly. Because if you don't handle it and you have this... Uh, um, consistent inflammation going on in your body, in your brain, long-term, the effects could be devastating. It takes, takes time, but you can, you can get yourself in, involved in neurological issues and a lot of other issues later in age and life. So it's important to take a, a step, an active step now and prevent that where you still have a chance rather than, than just wait it out and, and just uh, uh, handle it on a uh, symptom by symptom basis. So you have to understand that this whole thing has to be handled. The inflammation has to be handled. A lot of other parts uh, of the, the protocol take care of these problems. The root uh, automatically. causes. The root causes automatically. Mm -hmm. So you're left with a much health, healthier self than you were. I couldn't agree more. You know, thank you. Uh, you speak very well, so thank you for your uh, your insights. I, thank uh, you. You know, uh, I appreciate you being here today and engaging in this very uh, lively and informative discussion. It's good to be here and uh, amongst people who understand exactly you know what 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 the problem is, and it's sometimes difficult to express to family members because they don't understand. So it's good to be able to share it here with others. I appreciate that. Well. That brings us to the conclusion of today's podcast. Thank you for joining me. Until next time, be well, and I will see you soon, I hope. Take care. Namaste. Thank you for joining Master Herbalist Dr. Jody A. Dashaw, Director of the BioNexus Health Clinic and BioNexus Herbals, on the BioNexus Health Podcast, where we explore and share information and stories about recovering and healing from chronic and environmental illnesses such as mold biotoxin illness, Lyme disease, autism spectrum disorder, fatigue, Crohn's and colitis, mast cell activation syndrome, PANS, and more. Please help us grow our message by subscribing to our podcast channel and sharing the podcast on your social networks. 
For more information visit bionexushealth.com. Information within this video, audio, or text, collectively known as the podcast, has not been reviewed by the FDA. Nothing within the podcast is intended as or should be construed as medical advice. Information is for general informational and educational purposes only. Consumers of the podcast should consult with their healthcare practitioners for medical recommendations. Seek the advice of a qualified healthcare provider. Do not disregard the advice of a healthcare provider based on any information from the podcast. The information within the podcast may contain information concerning dietary supplements or over-the-counter products that are not drugs. Our dietary supplement products are not intended for use as a means to cure, treat, prevent, diagnose, or mitigate any disease or other medical or abnormal condition.